Preface to the Second Edition and Prefatory Note of The New Swiss Family Robinson, A Tale for Children of All Ages. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Wales. The New Swiss Family Robinson, A Tale for Children of All Ages by Owen Wister. Preface to Second Edition and Prefatory Note This tile has been excavated from the remains of a prehistoric Harvard by an optimist in the publishing line. Fortunately, it was in good condition, its hieroglyphs clear and decipherable. Written forty years ago, thirty-nine years ago was the last time that the author looked at it, until the other day when the publisher brought it to him. He read it without a smile, and in its day, in the Harvard Lampoon, it split no sides, showing but dully beside its shining predecessors the little tin gods on wheels and Rollo's visit to Cambridge. Then why unearth it? I can already hear the gloomy critic ask. My dear sir, my very dear sir, this book is no laughing matter. Have you never inspected ancient tiles? Do you not know what immense reconstructive value to scholars the laundry bills of Ramesses and Nebuchadnezzar possess today? The clay record of a pharaoh's dirty linen may have not seemed funny to his washerwoman, but at the British Museum archaeologists will cluster round it like bees and ingeniously gather from it the manners and customs of its extinct day. So this tile out of ancient Harvard. It will disclose the existence of the book of which it is the parody. The original Swiss Family Robinson was written to make children good. Its inveterate pointing of a moral at every page nearly in every paragraph, may have been as sweet as condensed milk to Swiss children, but American children usually made faces when obliged to take doses of it. The hieroglyphs on the tile disclose also much of the undergraduate life of the time. For example, in the face of the female peccadillo, the archaeological expert will instantly read the features and expression of a goddess terrible to undergraduates who had anything on their conscience. She sat in U5 and signed ominous cards of summons. The words Julipa at Woodiana hold their melancholy reminder of mint juleps at Atwood's Bar in Tremont Street. At that place of our young delight, the silver fizz bloomed in a perfection worthy of the gods. The holly tree, whence eggs were dropped by the sad-faced ape, needs very little deciphering. We, who had lingered late in Boston, and consequently late in bed, always got our breakfasts there. An athletic meeting in the gymnasium is plainly to be discerned elsewhere upon the tile, and the well-built gorilla, who announced the winner of each event, was no other than Everett Wendell, the author's old and dear friend. Dear me, no, this tile is no laughing matter, my good critic. Put it away gently on the shelves of the buried past. Philadelphia, 
January 25, 1922. Owen Wister. Prefatory Note In re-editing this old favorite, the author feels that the pleasure he has in giving it to the public will be exceeded only by the pleasure the public will take in giving it to him after they have read it. Little more need be said. With thanks for the many kind hints the author has received from various quarters, earnestly entreating him to discontinue his labors, hints which have been prompted, the author feels, rather by an anxiety for his health than by an interest in the book. He begs leave to hope that it will profit him as much as it will profit the public, in whose hands he now confidingly places it. Pottersham Center, February 1882